Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes, you are. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about cars, motorsport, F1, car, what else? Cars? Cars. We talk cars, about cars, cars. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on youtube.com forward slash Behind the Glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Tony, we have another guest. We're on a roll. We are, yeah. Maybe we just don't like spending time together that much. <laughs> sorry, it's not Paul Wallace. Sorry, it's sorry, not, sorry. I know, he was so popular last week. I know. I know. It does annoy us. No, it does annoy us a lot. But anyway, it's not Paul Wallace's attention because it's Mike from Motec. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you, you so much for coming down. We're, well, we're very well. We're very pleased to have you here. Yeah, thank you very much. It's always nice to have someone else that yeah, breaks up the chat between Tony and I. Cause some professionalism. Some prof- <laughs> professionalism. You yeah, can't even say know. the word. No. <laughs> Do not know about that, but we shall see what happens. We shall see what happens. Anyway, we've got lots to talk about today, but Tony, it's our last episode before our summer break. I know. Woo, oh, we're not going on holiday together, are we? No, we're not going on holiday together, but no. we are taking some time off, which is, you know, I think it's... It's fair. It's fair. Um, so yeah, in case you missed last week's episode, essentially for a couple of weeks now, uh, Tony and I are going to step away. Um, season four of the podcast is going to end, and we'll be back with season five uh, at the start of September with our first September live event. <gasps> We got two in September on the fifth and on the twelfth. So a week week after each other. Yeah, D- back to back, back live to episodes. Back. Um, we're nearly sold out. There are still some tickets remaining. Uh, if you bought your tickets for either event ages ago, basically pre August the third, you're all set. You don't need anything else. You've got your rate my ride parking. You've got your access to the event. Just sit there and wait for the event to happen. If you haven't yet purchased a ticket, then you need to buy a standard ticket, which gets you access. And then if you want to be in the Rate My Ride section, you've got to buy that in addition. How I many think, spaces I left? think they're all sold out. So I'm not sure why I'm promoting yeah. that. I think they're all sold yeah. out. But anyway, so super exciting. So yeah, this is our final episode for season four. And I think it's going to be a great way to go out with Mike right here, ready and raring to go. I'm just wondering why we're not doing a Rate My Ride on something I could have brought down, but I didn't. Yeah, that would have been. But then would we have been insulting? Tony might have been insulting something you did. I would have been probably. awkward, I think. Yeah. Probably, probably, probably. I always say to people, you think you want Tony to rate your ride. You just don't. No. Yeah. Uh, we've actually been very unprofessional, actually, because you introduced him as Mike from Motec. Would you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen what 
Motec does. Uh, oh, well, I am Mike from Motec. So yeah, thank you very much. I for was going to get onto that. Oh, I wasn't literally going to leave it. Like, but no, well done, Tony. Well, let's just jump straight no in with who that. I am. Yeah. No. So I am Mike from Motec. So thank you very much for that. And no thank you very much for. It's three times we've said it. Okay. Should we do one more? We're not going to keep saying it. <laughs> it's not a Motec show. They know that. Um, we sell uh, OEM Plus modifications, which is probably what we can have a conversation about. So springs, exhaust. Out on body styling, wheels, that sort of stuff. Tuning? Generally, yeah, we do a little bit of tuning, not as mm-hmm. much as we used to. It's a bit of a sort of changing market. Um, I think people maybe a bit sceptical and, you know, a lot of dealers are locking things out. So, But yeah, definitely sort of bolt-on modifications is the most popular things we tend to do. We can talk about that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, when we teased it last week, we did say, because we were talking then about things like Rolls-Royce Black Badge and the fact that you made a good point, Tony, that a lot of these manufacturers now are sort of doing, you know, PTS, paint sample for Porsche yeah. or, or uh, Ad Persona for Lamborghini. They're all in on it. They're all in on yeah, it. The yeah, fact yeah. that, you know, wrapping became so popular, manufacturers mm. are having to respond to that. And so, but we're seeing it across the board and, and that's kind of what, we, what we've been wanting to talk about for a few mm. weeks now. The fact that I think at least here in the UK, modifications in any shape or form are becoming more and more popular. 10, 15 years ago, it was a little bit shunned, like, you know, looked down on, wasn't it? Well, it was always 10, 15 years ago, it was probably max, max power days, which is always a bit of a thing that a certain audience didn't necessarily want their car to look like. But now we all want it to look a bit more... Uh, developed or enhanced more than the, the guy that, you know, the next guy that is not really interested in cars can buy. So let's say PTS or wrapping or whatever it may be. I mean, even BMW now have just introduced different colour brake calipers, but they can charge a fortune for it, where most times before you just go to like a local body shop and just say, I want a red or black, but they're not, they can, they're seeing gaps in markets and then, you know, well, making spe- money. Speaking of, speaking about charging a lot for different colour brake calipers, I, c- I can speak from uh, experience with that because I just got out of of course, the 992 GT3, which is what I was hyping up last week on this show. I just spent a week in it in Wales. And that had black brake calipers, but optioned. But silver wheels, though. Silver wheels, which made a that huge difference. Well. Yeah. And I'm just going to remind myself now, because I'm pretty sure... Plenty, do you know this off the top of your head? Brake caliper pricing uh, for Porsche. Uh, 400 quid. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's 450, yeah. 450 quid, crazy. which is a joke. I'm just going to see if I can literally find it but right you now. But you, you, you get the Porsche logo in the brakes. I mean... Brake calipers, £581. Plus a VAT. No, they'd be including. They'd okay. be included. I mean... <laughs> So yes, manufacturers are doing it left, right and centre. But anyway, let's not talk about how expensive that car is. Let's talk about how How much was that car, by the way? The one that I drove? Yeah. Uh, give me two seconds. Let me do yeah, a they must bit. have given you the list price. Yeah, of course. Was it a fully um, optioned car? It looked fully optioned. It was aggressively optioned. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was... And it was a manual, wasn't it? It was a manual car. Is that car. cheaper than PDK? Uh, yes. Oh, it'd be a couple of grand. A couple cheap. of grand, exactly. So the list price... Oh, no, super cheap. 137709 So why? what were they missing on that then? Let me tell you, I'm going to talk you through Cera- the... Ceramics. Here we go. You're about to find out. Uh, I actually think not. I think steels. Okay. Uh, that'll be the big saving. So 911 GT3 starts at £123,000. Yep. Shark blue paint, two and a half grand. Yep. Leather interior with contrasting shark blue, yep. 800 quid. Paint protection film, 210 quid. Chrono package, including preparation for lap timer, 330 quid. Brake calipers, 581 quid. Front lift, two... £2,200 for yeah, front yeah. lift. Yeah, yeah, they all do that. Lots That's of extortionate. Uh, tire, ceiling, something, something. L- uh, so PDLS Plus in black, two and a half grand. Automatically dimming mirrors, 387 quid. Park assist, 870 quid. Full bucket seats, nearly four grand. Fire extinguisher, 135 quid. And seat belts and shark blue. Oh, so right. yeah, so actually not spec to the nines. 
And also, can I just say, carbon ceramics, I don't think it's needed. Oh, the road, maybe? I don't think it was needed. I never at one point thought I need a little bit more a bit more brake performance. Oh, mate, I don't know about that. I think you've got to have ceramics on a GT3. Really? I Even if you're so, never going yeah. on track? Or people uh, say, though, isn't it, that you should have ceramics off track and steels on track, uh, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I, I would always have ceramics on on a on a GT product car, me personally. Because if you, especially, not so much in this country, but if you're in Europe and you go on a trip, when you get going and you're in the Alps, you do need them. They, do, they would fade off because it's so hot in yeah. other countries as well. So... Yeah, if you're if you're planning doing road trips or track days, I'm really pressing on. I'm really pushing on. Yeah, maybe not in this country, but there is a difference in braking power as well. By the way, you know, I, I, the ceramics will definitely grab better. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. If not, be maybe a touch too grabby. Yeah, they, they, the only thing with ceramics, they squeak a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, they do squeak a lot. But um, yeah, they're more they're a lot more grabby a ceramic brake on the uh, M4s. Some of them, um, the F series. You could have had ceramics. We're now seeing people email in wanting to take the ceramics off. Really? Yeah, because now, if you imagine like a 14, 15 plate car, yeah. it gets quite expensive to replace. That's a terrible parts. ceramic brake though, BMW. As Is it? It's nowhere near, yeah, it's nowhere near as good as a Porsche. And also near. on a car like that, is it not a bit overkill? Mm, yeah. yeah. Potentially. So. That's probably why people wanted to come out of them. Can you flip the other way though? Could you go from steels to carbon ceramics? It would be extortionately expensive, I'm assuming, but... I wouldn't know. Mm. Do what you like. Yeah, I suppose you could retrofit it, but you have to have the dealer to adjust, maybe like you say, the brake pedal, you know, the feel of it. Uh, the calibre sizes, I think, are the same. I think the pad and the disc are different, but the, the mm. size of the calibre, I think, would still be the same. So, um, But there's plenty of companies out there, I'm sure BMW and all makes, that will make a ceramic brake for it. You can get bespoke ceramic brake. Well, yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, you can start playing around with it, but as They're you cheaper. were just... Well, yeah, but mm. you were attesting to a second ago, the, the Porsche ones are... Some of the best in the game. They right, are, you know? yeah. Um, well, and talking about some of the best in the game, let's just talk about that car because we haven't talked about it yet. And even you and I, Tony, haven't talked about this car yet. Mm. Though we had a couple of WhatsApp messages where I sent you some pictures saying, this is the best car in the world. And you went, duh. Which <laughs> infuriates me because you Why? always say this. This is unbelievable. <laughs> but I don't think you realise how good the old <sighs> car was. Like, they're always unbelievable GT cars. And, and I bet, it's only a tiny bit better than the old car. It's just because you haven't been in there or driven the old car for a while. So um, I bet if you got in the old 991 now, you'd go, oh my God, this is still unbelievable. Oh, it's literally what I said to a friend of mine, because a friend of mine has got a manual 991.2 GT3. Yeah. And he sent me a message saying what it's like. And I said, I said, it's brilliant, but I'd be so interested right now to do the exact trip I just did in the previous generation. Because I, won- I do wonder like how... How much does it move forward, and what? How much of it is this? The fact that GT threes are brilliant, like, mm. and always have been. Would yeah. you want to do the same trip again in a touring to see if there's a difference? Well, okay. So here's the thing: for the nine nine two iteration, the touring literally just doesn't have a wing. Oh, is that it? That's it. There's okay. literally not for the for the latest version. It just doesn't have a wing. Um, so you use a little bit less aero. Um, but but apart from that, I was driving a manual car. You know, the steel brake. So that was probably a touring spec just with a big old mm, wing yeah. on the back. Um, all I would say, yes, you're right, Tony. I haven't spent that much time, firstly in a long time, but also in general in a manual GT3. Uh, we did the trip in the GT3 RS to Ireland. That was probably the most time I spent in the previous generation. And I have spent a day in a PDK or a manual 991.2. Yeah. But this was a week. Um, the things that I would pick up on the front end is now 
so aggressively pointy. Yeah. It took me half a day, maybe even a day to to calibrate my brain around that. Like Ferrari shot? It's Ferrari shot. Okay, fair it enough. is just you have to think about how to turn into a corner because if about you turn steering? in Yeah, again, so I would say that it it um followed the bumps and then worse than the old generation. That's the rose joint. It was yeah, more yeah. frantic at yeah, the front yeah. end. So on a smooth road, it was unbelievable. Mm. It, the car felt brilliant. Yeah. The minute it was a slightly bumpy surface, it was a bit... And the, the wheel was moving around a lot in like, my hands. Like the RS of the old generation. Maybe. Like the ruts yeah. in the road, you know, in like the, on the motorway, and you can see like the grooves or the lorries have been if you're in the slow lane. Did it... Tramline a bit, yeah. yeah. Road, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 so it was definitely way more frantic at the front, I think a lot of the early reviews talked about the ride being a lot stiffer in general. The, the car was stiffer. It felt more race car-like. Oh, God, Porsche going to kill me for saying this. No, no I'm going to say it. Um, so apparently the early car that came over that everyone reviewed was fitted with some prototype, some development dampers and springs. It wasn't the final production version. Um, and that's why they were still a bit too stiff. And when the touring came along for everyone to review, they were like, oh, this is, it's so much more road compliant. They're like, no, these are just, this is how it's, this, this is, is the, the production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got into it thinking like, oh, it's going to be way too stiff. It's not, it, it, it's still a very nice road car. Yes, it's stiff, but it's not brittle. Yeah. So it's stiff, but it's not brittle. You're not like oh, 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 bumping around the place. <clears> it's just, it's firm where it needs to be. I did spend most of the week with the softer suspension setting though. You know the oh, there is a softer, so, softer suspension. You've got everything now. You've got a Manatino. Well, it's not called a Manatino in a Porsche, is I it? I know what you mean, though. Porsche Drive Select or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So normal sport track. And then you've also got the Magna Ride. I'm yeah, like using yeah, all yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adaptive suspension. Thank you. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So I always turn that off. I was always in the softer setting. Which is fine for the road. I bet, I bet mate, because I remember when we went to Ireland in the, in the AMG and the Free RS, we, we both agreed that the... Um, free RS was too bumpy mm. for the road. Yeah, too we? stiff, too it bumpy. It was really stiff, yeah, and I bet that's what this new car It, it didn't, f- no, but it, that's the thing is, it, it didn't, it didn't know. Like that. I went into that thinking that it was going to be like a three RS or just too uncomfortable. Okay. I was a little bit nervous about the trip I'd set up. Not at all. And, and even Vicky came to join me for one night of the trip and she's the first person to slag off a bumpy ride. And, Not and your driving? Yeah, <laughs> that too. She does always, does that, uh, does that happen in most people's relationship? Like, no, uh, there'll be yours. like a hole, there'll be like a hole in the road that I cannot avoid. And the car will hit it and she'll go, oh, babe. And I'm like, <laughs> I aim for it. I'm like, what do you think? I, I can't avoid that. That's a bump in the, anyway, long story short. So I got distracted there. Um, yeah, it's, it's not that stiff. So it's a very, it's still a very nice place to be. Could you daily one? Yes. Would you want to? You've got to like a, you know, it's a, still a proper sports car. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that surprised me was the manual because we've spoken about this a lot. Was on the seven channel. speed? Six speed. Oh. So the normal Carrera is seven speed, okay. but the GT product says six speed. Um, and we've spoken a lot this year about how nowadays modern supercars maybe don't suit manual gearboxes anymore. They're often overpowered or too electric. Electric, or you do you just get more out of the car with an automatic gearbox? Uh, I didn't think that was true with the GT3. I still really enjoyed driving a manual GT3, and maybe that's because they haven't the power didn't increase massively. What only ten horsepower over the last generation, so it's still applicable. Five hundred horsepower on the road, like, and it's such a good manual gearbox that six-speed manual. It's so good. It feels fantastic. It's easy to use, easy to drive. And it made the car engaging at every point of the rev range. I didn't feel like I always needed to get to 9,000 RPM. Is that because of the car it is? Because you were talking about the M2 maybe not being the best manual. But an M2 is obviously turbocharged. Mm. has a torque delivery, which the normally aspirated car doesn't have. So maybe you can use more of the power for a rev range 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think, as I say, like I, I was happy and, and, and enjoyed changing gear at 5,000 RPM as much as I did at nine. Okay. Um, you know, it's still, it's just such a nice feel and that engine sounded amazing and there was just always performance there. It never lacked in torque. The only time when it did was like a sixth gear and I was like, oh, okay, I've got to go down, you know. Like 30 mile an hour. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's only time. turbo charge though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, insanely positive as everyone would expect and I should have expected. One weird thing that happened here, and I need to speak to Porsche about it. So awful weather I had during my trip. It's got big aggressive front radiator now, doesn't it? Where the yeah, yeah, so yeah, that you know yeah, yeah. where it opens up, and on yeah. this touring they're painted better. So a couple of times, either going uphill or on the particularly cold and wet days, the front radiator was steaming a ton. They all do it, mate. Really? Previous re- oh, my RS used to do it. My GT3 used to do it. They all do it. So why? Because it's open, and then because the water gets in there. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, it scared the bejesus. So I used to pull up. I used to pull up at, at light sometimes, especially yeah. if it was raining, and my windscreen would steam. Where yeah. the you know smoke the, pillowing out. Yeah, the front. yeah, and you think, oh no, I've got a stone through the rad or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, 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 it's common. Normal. I was literally reaching for the fire extinguisher, <laughs> going up <laughs> That's the hill. The world. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was genuinely, I was going up the hill behind this really slow truck, and I was like, that was a bit misty. And I was like. Oh my God. And it, this was like smoke, like pillowing yeah, out yeah. the front of the car. And I was like, <gasps> and there was nowhere to pull over because it was like a tiny narrow pass. I was like, where's the fire extinguisher? <laughs> and I was like looking for the Porsche emergency call and I pulled over and then just stopped. I was like, oh. you, know, you know, there's actually nothing to catch fire at the front, by the way. No, but I didn't know. Like, <laughs> mate, uh, anything, mate, there's smoke, <laughs> pour, there's smoke pouring off the front of the car. I'm like, uh, this isn't, I mean, I'm not in a, not in a McLaren, but come on. Like, this is not right. It scared the head out of me. Okay, good to know this over a generation. So what a, what a GT3 amateur I am. <laughs> do you know that, Mike? Do you know that? Uh, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're not like Tony. But um, why do I feel, Tony, that you're a little bit reserved about this car? Well, one, because I haven't driven it. And two, I know being uh, that I've had a few generations of GT3s now, they're always just so good anyway. And and then they never make big changes to them because how can they? They have to make room for the next one. Um, so, one, I knew it was going to be good straight away because the old generation was good. It was unbelievable, actually. Um, and how much better can the new generation be? They probably can make it a lot better, but why were they shooting themselves in the foot? So, it, I just know what it's going to be. So, you th- yeah, so therefore you're, you're like, I'm, it's just going to be a slightly better version of the car that I had. Which is why I, I didn't order one. Mm. Because I'll wait for the RS because I think that will be much better uh, than the... Another big the step. Pre- yeah, than the previous RS. Because there's no GT2 coming on this, on the 992 either, because they skip oh. us every 10 years normally, GT2. So, um, the free RS will be the car. So and uh, Sorry, the current GT3... That you just had last week. Does yeah. that borrow bits from the GT3 RS previous generation? Yeah. So what they do is, so they'll put like, like it's got the rose joint suspension on it. You'll probably find it'll probably have upgraded brakes, similar, but I think they're probably ten pot on them now, like they are with the um, with the, some of the Lambos and stuff. So um, <clears throat> yeah, they'll they'll just like pinch it, the good bits pinch like some bits from the previous car so i think that the next rs 
will be like variant, like a Manti current RS. Right. That's what it will be. I think you've said something similar before, yeah. Yeah, it's normally what they do. And that's the big focus with this car, that's what they've been talking about, is that for this latest generation, it's all really about the aero. Yeah. And you can set the diffuser around the back is aggressive of that car. It is huge. So I think that's their big focus, which makes the touring an even more interesting proposition because you take that away and suddenly... What have you got? But then theoretically a more road appropriate car, mm. I suppose. And that all comes from the motorsport, which is why they, I know they don't do F1 with big downforces, but they do a lot of, they've got their own race Endurance series. racing. And, and yeah, Correct. well, we're going to talk about in two seconds, the 2RS club sport that's just come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, all to celebrate Manti racing. But yeah, I mean, okay, I get where you're coming from. We knew what, what to expect. It's a GT3. It's always going to be great. It's always going to be a little bit better than the last one. I, I do want you to have a go at some point because I want to know your thoughts on that front end because as I say, I was a bit at the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm a, so I went and I watched, who did I watch? I watched some video and I was relieved when they said, oh, the front end is a bit, sk-. like it's so point. I was like, okay, yeah. it's not just me. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that. I think the tyres as well were different on the new car compared to the old car. I think. Cup twos in the rain. That's Even Mike's like, you are. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think on the old car, I think there were 20s all round on the 991.2, but I think on this current 1920 car, or 2020? there'll be 20, in 21. Yeah. yeah. So it's the first time they've done it on a GT3. So Offset. Yeah, they offset, so that means the tyre would be bigger, so it'd probably have a better turn in for that reason as well. And the rose joint suspension would be the big one. And it gives the car a little bit of a rake, actually. Um, so yeah, here you go, you're right, 20 and 21 inch. Yeah. It, the car looks like a little bit more yeah, aggressively do, yeah. tipping down towards the and front. They all, I know I'm a really big Porsche fan, and I always like say that they are the best, but they always sit really lovely on the road, oh, GT3s. the like, wheel gap. They sit... Surely, they like, stance, I just say, but Mike, that must be half of your job or your life is... is is the gap between out. yeah the, the yeah. top of the tire and then the bodywork because Ferraris are some of the worst at it but and it, Lambo and Lambo but it yeah. makes such a difference to the overall visuals isn't it when that gap is so perfect just yeah. dropping it down yeah that that's what we mainly do is when people will buy a car and they just can't live with that gap but then when you see like you say a GT3 RS people will use that and go that's what I want my yeah. M2 to kind of look like yeah. as much as they can but yeah it's they do nail it right Porsche I've got it summed up when I was at Goodwood I saw the touring the dark blue with the silver wheels and it's just perfect just it's like a well-fitted suit. But that's yeah. 40 years of engineering as well, because isn't it, it's an engineering thing. As, and Ferraris don't all sit like that as, because they've got really, they've got different steering, so it's really direct and quick. So if if they sat that low and had an aggressive setup like a GT car, because you have towing and stuff on a yeah. GT car, if, if that was in a Ferrari, mate, you, they'd crash loads more. Yeah. than what Because they, <laughs> they, they already do. They already do, but they have neutral camber. They play it safe, don't they? They play the audience it safe. Are selling to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas a GT car doesn't. It has really positive and yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're not the only person that I think is waiting for, potentially excited about the 3RS. I was speaking to another friend who's very tied into the Porsche world. He said that the 3RS is probably going to be the one that would excite him. Mm. Uh, is the one that's going to have a load more potential. But he was talking about all these other special models that we we know about or that we've been seeing leaked. So the the sort of theoretically the Sport Classic, which is coming back. We yeah, last saw yeah, the 997 with the Ducktail. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be a turbo. So I think that's going to be a turbo ducktail or something like that, whether Fair it's called enough. a sport classic or not, but that's kind of the vibe. And then we've obviously got the Safari as well, which is the oh yeah, that's cool. you know, raised 992 platform and the long-awaited 4RS. God knows when that... I mean, that's well, supposed to have come about a year and a half that, ago. That'll be the car. That, they'll have a GT3 engine, 500 horsepower, properly set up, you know, rear mid-engine mm. car. That, that'll be a proper bit of kit, that thing. So lots of exciting stuff coming from Porsche. And then, as I say, they just released this 
2RS Club Sport 25, which is apparently a huge celebration of Manti Racing's 25th. I guess the, is it the collaboration has been going for 25 years or Manti have existed for 25 years? It looks good though. Yeah, they co-own the Porsche racing team. 450 grand, a little bit pricey, um, but it's like basically the most hardcore variant. And not a road car. Not a road not car. A road car yeah, so road remember car. that 935 historic throwback yeah, company? Yeah, it's yeah. basically that. Okay, fair. It's a sort of rebodied, reworked version of that. So a yeah, cool thing, but it's basically a, a race car. It's a race car, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's like any fair of these enough. things. Um, well, look, a little bit more car news before, because actually I, I sort of almost thought we could segue perfectly then into Mike talking about OEM plus the fact that Porsche are even building things like or bringing back Sport Classic or the Ducktail. But anyway, we'll come back to that in two seconds because I want to get the car news out of the way in case we forget. <laughs> um, Radford, anyone? Oh, I saw it last night. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea what we're no, talking about, do we? <laughs> so Radford, a historic coach builder back in the day, made beautiful bodies on amazing cars. Jensen Button, Formula One driver. Oh, anyway, write that well, I know that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ant Anstead, who did, he did Wheeler Dealers for a while, Yeah, right? I met him a couple of years ago. Oh, no nice way. Nice guy, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, I know that is. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that, but I, did, I, I know that is, yeah. And I was there, is there one or two other guys? There's a couple of other people, I think, involved. Anyway, they've reformed, reawoken uh, Radford. Where are they based? They're based out in California, actually. Oh, right. Yeah. And their first project is this kind of, it's all resto-modded sort of style stuff. Is this old Lotus? Oh, well, it's not. It's a new Lotus. <laughs> yeah, so it's old. Know. It's an old. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a Type sixty two, I think, or can't remember the exact. But it, let me show you a picture because it actually, looks stunning. Yeah, I actually think Tony, you might quite like this. But what's uh, it built on? Is it built on the Exige? Is it? That's it. So this is what I was desperately trying to find out. It looks like a GT forty. So yeah. it's got essentially the, they call it the Amira engine, but it's the Exige engine. It's the Toyota V six. So. Yeah, yeah. But you can actually have a seven speed dual clutch in it, which oh, I think is mega. Good. So that's that's pretty impressive. But I was waiting to say, you know, based on the outgoing Avora chassis, like, how I can't find it? that anywhere. Okay, so it's going to be a lot. I don't, think they, I don't think they've actually talked about how much it's going to be. I couldn't see how much it was. I reckon po- over 500 grand, I reckon. They're only making 60 of them or something like that. Oh, yeah, so the classic type 62-2 produces 430 horsepower in the standard form, or you can put that up to 500 horsepower. Um, in the performance figures, blah, blah, blah. We're added by Lotus for additional downforce after track testing. We've got sort of brakes. So it's supposed to be old, but new. It looks just like a 70s Le Mans car. Like- <laughs> so they're buying bits from Lotus and then putting the shells on in California? Yeah, I I don't really get it. And maybe I needed to see a press release or something, but like, it's kind of like, here's a thing. Great, I love the thing. I don't really understand anything about it. It just no. looks beautiful, which I guess is what coach building is all about, right? So- Sort of who cares about the underpinnings, but um, so here we go. Designer Mark Stubbs is the other guy involved. It will remain faithful to the 1960s model, standing low, 100 and, no, 1,133 millimeters tall. So it's like a GT40 in terms of its height. Wide wheel arches and side air intakes, and they just talk about how it looks. Oh, anyway, I'm just gonna go asleep while you. <laughs> do I quite like it. I really you can see like it. In California. It. I think yeah. it's stunning. I think it's a stunning thing. But that I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> don't worry, Tony. We'll if you want on. me awake, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't know if we do want you awake because we're going to move on to a Morgan. Oh, my God. You must have seen this. No. You didn't see this plus four off-roading? Show me a picture. Oh, my God. This it's like is a safari best. desert car. Because I see stuff and I just like, oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean, oh, no? Are you joking? This you is the, be- this is so the best. Odd. This is the best. No, this is the best thing I've ever what seen. Was that made the Cotswolds? Yeah, <laughs> it's made it there. <laughs> yeah. So Morgan, apparently, there's a story behind this I love. Essentially, back in the day, Morgan did. There was some off-roading Morgans, like Nottingham Farmers, this 
splatting around on their estates, but also <laughs> they actually competed in off-road events. And there was some design study or case study or something like that in the design room where the designs were. And one of the shareholders was walking around on a sort of factory tour and he saw the picture and he went, oh, that's cool. We should build that. And he walked out of the room and they were like, was he joking? <laughs> and they built it anyway. And then no, but then like a week later, like an email went around saying, yeah, no, you're building it. And they were okay. like, okay. Okay. What so engine's in it? It's the plus four. So it's the smaller, the BMW um, uh, two-liter. Four-cylinder. Four-cylinder. I think it's a two-liter, isn't it? Which is a mini JCW engine. Exactly that yeah. one. It's the, it's the mini JCW engine. Because the six-cylinder is the same engine as what you have in your X... Uh, X3 and 40R, yeah, 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 I made that mistake. Can you imagine as well. that in that? Well, the, the, the Plus 6 is a beast, apparently. The Plus 6 one, apparently, is, I still haven't driven the new yeah, Plus yeah. 6. Everyone who drives it says it's insanely fast. Uh, fitted with the manual gearbox, and it was designed in sort of collaboration with this, like these Dakar specialists. Now, it's not a comp- competition car. Like, this is not supposed to be. It's a bit of fun. It's is a, it even it's a, a car? <laughs> Half a car. Are you joking? I hate you so much. <laughs> it is a toy, and it's a celebration of madness and. Morgan, and it's just, it's, it's just cool, except <laughs> when you want to drive it. Well, no, it's 200 grand. What? <laughs> I almost didn't want to tell you. 200 grand? Yes. But how many are they making? Two? Uh, no, very few. One. Hold on a sec. No, not one. You know, it's made more. of wood. You know, I could probably not. It's you not up. made of wood. This is the whole new CX platform. It's the whole aluminium sh- chassis. It's the whole point of the CX platform. It's, it's not just wood. Aluminium's gone up in price then. 200 <laughs> grand? You're such a douchebag. Uh, okay, hold on a sec, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. I'm going to find out. I'm just reading more. You know, we like to do our research on the fly on this podcast. Flipping 200 grand. Yeah, okay, so 200 grand, I agree, is extreme. Extreme? Um, do you yes. Do cars you can buy instead of that car for 200 grand? I do, but could any of them look as cool? It reminds me of that aerial nomad thing. Yes! Look at that! Sam, yes. you could get a, like a, a kit car that you could make yourself for 40 grand, which looks nearly as good. No. No? Yes. Put some hair. <laughs> you could actually just buy Of course, it. just buy a caterer and put some but lights no. on it. <laughs> I do. Okay, they're building eight cars. Oh, good. Several of which have already been sold. We don't anticipate the remaining cars will be without owners for very long because I'm going to be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I I just love that they've done this. Yes, it's way too much money. It's stupid. It's mad. What's the point? The point is it's just cool. It's just cool. And it buys into, we've seen it early this year with that Singer off-road, whatever you'd call it. This is a car for Instagram, isn't it? This is like, we're seeing this so often. Shmee's ordered one. Yeah. Shmee probably hasn't. You have one, though. Yeah. If, if it's for Instagram, he's ordered one. <laughs> he's in Miami at the minute. Is he? I don't know, I mean, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it, anyway. Um, but they've done the right thing. We're all talking about it. Exactly that. This yeah. is the point, right? It, and this is a, these are, I, we're seeing this more and more, and this is, I'm so glad you're here for this episode, <laughs> Mike, because I, I, we're now seeing manufacturers, I think, responding to social media like like we're responding to what is theoretically cool so that lotus that was revealed yeah. i only saw it being revealed on instagram I did, that's the only place i saw pictures of it I officially to radford by the way you know actually i think have been the masters of it over the last couple of years dub customs <laughs> bmw yeah bmw mate with these 
with these controversial front and rear ends. Ah, so it's like and the M performance packs and yeah, things. Do you yeah. think they, they, you know, you see like a lot of leaked pictures? Yeah. Do you think they let them out? Do it on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. for like sure. Like a teaser for a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's okay, so, so here's what I'm going to take with that. I think design-wise, yes. They've purposefully gone, let's go so aggressive that we create a, a story, talking. get everyone talking, yep. and then we all know that with time, you know, what's what, there's a phrase for that. Familiarise. Yeah, no, but like you'll say something really... Uh, I'll pre- say pre- derogatory. Derogatory or pre- <laughs> But uh, you know, spend enough time around something, eventually it starts to look attractive. It's like me with you. Spend enough time around and I'll end up liking you. <laughs> not, hopefully not too much. <laughs> but So uh, that's what I think BMW do. But we're seeing in other areas, Morgan, that single project, it feels like they've gone... It's like green and tan. Yeah, yeah. How, what, what's pop? Let's just make a car for Instagram and... And in your world, Mike, I think owners have been doing it for a while, right? Like trying to enhance the look. Yeah, I mean, what's really good for us is we do a lot of BMWs. And yet again, some of the cars, like the ones in the two series, like the M2s, you can't do anything individual. You can't buy anything from BMW and I want it red or yellow. Mm -hmm. So you have to do customization. So then that works on Instagram. But what's also interesting as well is going back to people like BMW, you'll see if you go through their Instagram page, people have a wrapped car and then BMW... M will share the picture. They do, yeah. So why are you sharing a modified car when you don't sell that? But they want the views because that's what inspires and, yeah, and yeah. gets people talking. But then on the flip side of that, what about things like M performance parts, wheels, these aggressive wings and carbon bits that a manufacturer, because I feel like manufacturers are responding now where there was this kind of period of time, as you say, you went the max power route, then it kind of, I don't know, for me it felt like it slowed off a bit. Then people started to get back into it. Yeah. You had Novatech doing crazy Ferrari conversions, Liberty Walk, things like that. Yeah. And then Abt or ABT. How do you, do you say ABT? Uh, I, I say ABT, but I think yeah. it's actually Abt. Because he's, he's called, surname, he's called Daniel Abt, yeah. isn't he? So, yeah, but anyway. Um, but now manufacturers are saying, uh, what do Audi do? Audi do much? Oh, like, they- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
They have, the ex- you have the exclusive range. What's the um, R8 they did? And you could buy all the yeah kit. You could put all the, the wing in the yeah. That wasn't very popular. Exclusive, uh, is it? Something yeah, they like do. That. Yeah, it, it isn't it? They do do like an individual, no, an individual Indivi- BMW. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. BMW. I think it is exclusive range, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but we are seeing manufacturers respond now. So, f- so for you, is that a is that a sign of the times? Is that an encouraging thing? Does that how does that fit in with what you're seeing on your side? It does help because it brings awareness. Okay, and then if you're a true not true petrol head, but if you are into modifying your car, not to pop and bang map at Sainsbury's, but I mean something a bit more factory plus, it opens up the doors. And there's a lot of people that don't want what you can just buy off the shelf. It is having something a bit different, like coffee, if you like. You, know, you can go Hello. to anywhere and buy coffee from Tesco's, but sometimes the... No, uh, no, right here. Oh, mate. this one. Yeah, this <laughs> one's really good. Yeah. One the <laughs> this one here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, those of, you, for those of you who are not watching coffee. on YouTube, Mike very uh, kindly pointed at the wrong coffee <laughs> cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Costa. <laughs> no. But, you know, if you are, that's, you know, your enjoyment is different coffees from different brands, then it always has that. And then we do live in an Instagram world, and, you know, these people do want followings and attention. And if you have a standard card, that doesn't get you a lot of attention. So sometimes lowering it, changing the wheels changing what BMW got wrong, whether it's an exhaust or adding a spoiler, it does make a difference. So the, 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 have know, the they got it wrong? Saying, have they got it wrong? Because yeah. the problem is, is that they're not, they're not, their audience isn't always about baseball caps. No, you're it's right. got, it's, they've got to sell to the masses. They have to build a car for everyone. Yeah. So some, you know, you get some middle-aged people or people that have saved all their life and their dream is to have a BMW M car. They don't want it shouty and loud. No, there is different types of options, like we of sort course. of say. You can have loud stuff and then not so loud stuff. Yeah. Um, but just to give you an idea, just before we were coming down, I spoke to, we deal with Remus Exhaust, and I spoke to him on the way down. In the last 15 months, we sold 51 M2 rear boxes. You know, so that's, a, yeah, that's like three and a half a week. Are wow. you half recognised by BMW now? We do. We have an association with uh, a dealership brand called Berry and one of their chief or top sales guys is a guy called Tony Lewis, TRL Deals, who basically has got a deal with us where he'll deliver a brand new M135i and we will do a conversion out onto it. So we will lower the car, we'll add wheel spaces, we'll change the exhaust out, we'll add some gloss black styling, change the grills and that sort of stuff. Keeping the warranty still. Yeah, all because all this sort of stuff, well, Remus will obviously cover the exhaust warranty. Yeah. So if you've got a problem with that, you pick up the phone to us. But yeah, you know, these are no problems at all. We did on the previous 140s, we built 72 cars and now we're up to 16 of the 135Is. So it's quite a popular thing to be done because it's finding that small gap in the market where there's not a car above it. You know, an M2 sure. is not a replacement for a 5 to M135I, yeah, two yeah. different cars. So Tony then, on the flip side of that, how does that affect when you get cars coming in? Because when I'm shopping slash browsing Autotrader... Here we go. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I, I being the idiot I am, will be attracted to a well-specced car or some, you know, well-chosen modifications. I'm definitely going to avoid the chrome-wrapped spinning rims, flame-throwing yeah, 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 Paul yeah. Wallace car that he's trying to sell. But I think, you know, but when we've sold cars, when I've sold cars through you, you say, get everything off. I Correct. want it stock again. Correct. But is, is that changing? Is that still the same? For me, no, because um, there's a couple of uh, tuners that I'll kind of recognise. Like a in, Litchfield GTR. So a Litchfield GTR, I'd probably be happy to sell. If something come in that he'd done, because I know it's or not Or if it was molested. a pack, like, a, like an, like an yeah. apt RS6R. Um, Too much? Yeah, like because, you know, the biggest problem for me as well is that when people add all this stuff to their cars, 
especially like the overfinch stuff. They they so think their car's worth 20 grand more than the others. So okay. it's impossible for me to buy it anyway. But if something's been tuned, as in engine remap tuned, I don't, I don't care who's tuned it. I'm not interested. Litchfield is probably an exception because they're recognised by the manufacturer now um, and the warranty still covers it. Um, but in general, like I said, if he's done something that's, um, that's uh, you know, a, an like a spring kit, or, or yeah, a spring yeah. kit yeah, it, yeah. It, it's fine because that doesn't really affect the, the, the warranty. Sure. So me as a dealer, obviously, as you know, I have a liability when I sell a car. And if it's been remapped and tuned and it's 100 horsepower more and it's got manufacturer's warranty, the manufacturer's warranty is void. So at which point I'm I'm wearing the, the shirt. Yeah, yeah, if it goes wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it. So I stay away from them for that reason. But So sorry, I'll jump in because, Mike, I'm sure you have something on that. But what I've then found, so the resale value of some of these components and parts has actually been quite strong for me. So... The McLaren we had, or we had, I had, but you sold. Uh, I put Novatex side skirts on it, a Larini exhaust, and I wrapped it. So the wrap on and off, fine, that was my cost. The side skirts, I think we left the side skirts on, didn't we? I think we left the Novatex side skirts on mm. when we sold that car. Yeah. Um, they were carbon side skirts, very nice, but they uh, they look, they added to the look of the car. They looked like a 570S yeah. side skirt. Yeah. And the Larini exhaust, we took off and sold, and yeah. I basically got my money back. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that happens a lot. So, so, so I think you have to basically be clever about how you're doing it, right? Or think about what your end goal is because there are certain modifications which are going to transform the car beyond return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you're Liberty Walking, that's then a Liberty Walk yeah, car, right? Car that's yeah. your car for life. Well, at least it's Liberty Walk for life. Yeah. Um, but, so are you advising people on that? Like, uh, It's one of those things we do say to people, take all your old parts back with you. But I think if you're using the correct parts you're fitting to, you're not adding value, but you're making it seem more desirable. So if someone's reading a car list, like if you're going to look at a buying an M2 and it has got something not very nice tie-wise, but it's got Michelins, you automatically assume that that person's looked after the car because it's got Michelins. Yeah. But if you go, it's got a Remus exhaust onto it, within three minutes you're on your phone and you can work out that's a two and a half, two thousand, seven hundred pound exhaust, whatever it may be, and the guy's left it on. You know, if that's a mod you were going to do, then that's going to, in your head, you're saving two thousand seven hundred pound. You know, if you want that though. That's correct. But what we have seen as well is a number of cars come, we had a guy... Uh, a couple of weeks ago that brought an M2 in from us and he, we had done the exhaust originally. He was a second owner. He could actually come back in for some Ibex springs and wheel spaces, but the exhaust was kept on it and he bought it from the dealership because the dealership knew that that car would be more desirable. This is BMW as well, with it already in. And he said the original one was in a box in the boot. So the dealership just left it to the customer. Mm. How old was the car? Uh, still in warranty. It's like still a had manufacturer's yeah, warranty. Yeah, yeah, it's a competition pack. Yeah, yeah. So I thought what would be fun is to try and have a think of some of the cars that we've experienced or can think of or know of that can be easily transformed or most transformed with a little tweak. And so you've already been talking about how popular some M- of the BMWs M2, are. Yeah, yeah. M2. So <laughs> like my F-Type <laughs> didn't need an additional exhaust. Nothing really changed. But Julia Quadrifoglio, uh, a fan favourite on the channel, one mm. of our favourite cars, mm. We know that basically in the earlier cars, I think now it's changed, but you could only open up the, the exhaust valve. fully in race with yeah, traction yeah, yeah. off. Yeah. But that car with a proper exhaust sounds the bomb. Yeah. 
very quickly, there was some aftermarket people out there were selling a box that basically meant you could have the valve open at any particular time. Oh. So you weren't in race mode the whole time. I, I had a car it, like that. Did you? Did you have it? Yeah, it was already done, which is great. And same with me. When I did that Mila Emilio, it was from, from Factory. And I was like, mm, guys. And they were like, is that Spanish? It sounded... In development, and it never got released. Oh, but it was the most unbelievable sound. So that's a car for me that quite a simple modification can change and transform. It's interesting you say that. A couple of years ago, when the M8 competition came out, and they were running up at Goodwoods. Yeah, they were running American cars and no OPF filters in them. Mm. So this is the biggest problem for UK as well. And when we when we talk about tuning and modifying in America, it's huge. It's massive, and it's been huge forever. In this country, it's becoming more now. But from your point of view, if you're doing exhausts, you know, these OPFs now, these new filters from 2009, I mean, it's a big thing now. It is. We keep all the OPF filters in place. Yeah, so yeah. So we don't take any of that sort of stuff out. Um, because then you're avoiding MOT and stuff? And everything. Okay. License and dashboard, emissions, MOTs, yeah, emissions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have to keep those filters yeah. in. Some people take them out, but for us it's a no. Um, you touched briefly on the portion, how well it sounded. Now they've actually had OPF filters in, they can actually make them sound better. It's that middle gap of cars where they had to just lob them in, like the M2 comps. They were halfway through its you know, life cycle, OPF filters in place. That's why they just sounded and looked dreadful, the exhaust. Yeah. But now they're getting better in place and they okay. can sort of tailor them in. So you can work with them. And now, obviously, all cars generally have exhaust valves. So what Remus will do, for example, is when the valve is open, it'll act like a bypass and bypass the box. So mm-hmm. you get it loud and you press your button and you close, close it back it off. Because a lot of these exhausts now, uh, Porsche sports exhaust, the exhaust is the same apart from the outlet. It's all just done on the software of Correct. the button. You yeah. Know? yeah. So basically you can just open the button. So if you have the Porsche sports exhaust on idle, you can press the button, the valve opens. Yeah. Uh, you have the non one, you don't have the button, but they both close as soon as you drive and then you hit 30 mile an hour and they open up because of different regulations for WLTP. So, you know, there's, there's ways around it. But the aftermarket scene, because new cars do get so muffled with, you know, exhaust and pillows and whatever else in there to just try to muffle all the sound out, uh, you know, now the fact that people like Remus will work on something that's a bit better or Acro or something like that. It is interesting. But I also think it's a little bit naughty that a manufacturer will bring a car from America to sound better to try and sell you some. Welcome to the world of press. I yeah, mean, exactly. you know, like, like, yeah, this has yeah, been yeah, going yeah, on. And yeah. Chris Harris famously fell out with Ferrari about this because he drew attention to it. He mm. talked about the fact that Ferrari press cars were turned up to 12 mm. and they weren't anything close to a production car. So, yeah, and so scary. the journalists would, you know, sing But they're pre- all at it, mate. And I have to say, McLaren, whilst they've been fantastic with the last few months, they definitely, I've driven a few McLarens that feel a lot spicier than the road cars. Because yeah. didn't you drive the Aston Martins? Yeah, the American, the American cars. And they sounded lovely. To be fair, though, that was because they were planning to do the launch in, in California, California yeah. and then because of COVID, it got cancelled, and the only cars they built at that point were Americans. So they, they did very much, but it sounded great. Yeah, um, yeah. So you just have to be aware of that now. I think I think there's a difference between OPF filter versus non and yep. slightly spiced up cars yeah, of that course. you know don't make it. But okay, so I'm going to pick up on one you said GT4. That's another car that I would say the modern 718 GT4 transformed with a very. With, only needs an exhaust. That's all it needs. All it needs, yeah. and suddenly that brings that car to life. Yeah, I agree. So come on, Tony. Think t- th- what what other cars out there with a simple, simple mod can uh, be reawoken? Uh, I did uh, Nissan GTR. Oh yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But also visuals, right? Because GTRs they look good, but boy, can they look mega with a few tweaks here and there. Yeah. It can be yeah. ru- ruined as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to flip on that then and say Golf R. 
Same thing. Well, I was going to say S3. Okay. So, same. so what's yeah, interesting, yeah. on the Golf R, you could actually buy them out of the factory with the Akropovic rear sports exhaust. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, uh, I, guess, I can say Akropovic. Does anybody a- know? Akropovic, yeah, yeah. Akropovic. Let's go with yeah. that. But like, yeah, because you, know, you could buy that as a sports rear box from the dealership and then like say it now doing the Apt stuff, aren't they? Cooper, not Love you, Cooper. Love you. If you ever want to sponsor us again, we're here. Send the car. <laughs> <laughs> but that's such an interesting move, though, yeah. isn't it? Like, so that's a brand that's, as we know, trying to do something different, trying to go their own way, trying to provide a different kind of route, and then partnering up with a sort of out there alternative modifier yeah, yeah. to present a whole i mean it's, it's very cool but is that sort of amg like apt dying to be bought out by i think there must be some kind of relationship there because mm. you get a lot of the the dealerships that do the the, you know, the app conversions on the transporters don't you see them and they ask silly money for them but you know with the being on the sayats it's the same engine as what you're going to golf gti mm. why is that trying to stop people buying a golf Mm. Do you want the modified people to buy the Sayats and we see the modifications? I, I, I think as well, some of these smaller companies, I think they are dying to be noticed by manufacturers in terms of especially exhausts where, you know, like nowadays, like I said about the audio, everything's got Bang & Olufsen or Bose or, and uh, you know, it only takes a manufacturer to get hold of one of these, these tuners and go, right, we're not going to buy you out. But what we're going to do is, is that we're going to order all our exhaust from you, yeah. and it's going to be an option from factory, or we're going to do the the springs, or we're going to, you know, which I think Akropovich have done right. They've they've kind of been yeah. rubber stamped by many manufacturers of being performance and sound, and you know, being offered from factories an yeah. option. You see it on a lot of the bikes as well. Yeah, um, that happened years ago. So AC Snitzer used to be a dealer approved bolt on part correct and then they took it away thinking hang on we're losing a lot of money here now it's M Performance uh, so it's the right way you own it now right uh, not AC Snitzer no it's from what I understand German in it it's it, it is but yeah, yeah that it's the guy who owns AC Snitzer also owns one of the big BMW dealerships in Germany right fair so uh. he gets to work on all the brand new stuff but I don't think it's owned by them um, but it's good stuff but it's um, it's on par with BMW M. But BMW see this and go, hang on a minute, we will sell our own exhausts. And they sell coilover kits and everything else for all the cars and the carbon and stuff. But they put a huge premium on it. And with the internet, people can find out who they're made by. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Yeah. Go, oh, I'll skip that. But yeah. I mean, there are a few brands out there like um, like a Brabus or, you know, thing that, who've made their own name. I mean, I don't know if I put Alpina in that same bracket. But, you know, the standalone, like surely... Like Tony, if you've got a Brabus special in, you know, a sort of, I don't know what they do, special oh. cars, but the Rocket, yeah. the Black Thunder, <laughs> you know, like, because they're their own cars in their own right as well, right? I mean, that's a much more highly regarded name associated with a manufacturer. Yeah, for sure. But again, like, it's still a really niche market, I think, you know, mm. like, it, I don't really get involved in it because it, that, that, that Brabus is probably similar to like Overfinch or, you, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that. I, I just think there's so much more money than the original car. It's got a market, yeah. but I think it's it, it's too Tech small for, for Porsche. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just really it's small. Yeah. And Schnitzer would be AC Schnitzer would be the same for BMW. Sure. that's there. But I think it is niche. So personally, Mike, what are you seeing in terms of because? My brain goes to, yeah, Novatech, Brabus, you know, things that uh, we just spoke about, Roof for Porsche or, or, or Tech Art. But are most of your clientele looking at, yeah, M2, C63s, things like that? Or where, yeah. where does it sit? I mean, a lot of our customers will 
look at that stuff and go, I want it to look like that, but mm. it's a lot of money. Like mm. you say, an overfinch Range Rover is huge money. Mm. For very little money, you can make it look a bit like that and a bit more unique. Um, and that's where most people are. You know, we've got quite a decent following for a small business. And when people tend to follow us, they'll go, that's what I want my car to look like. So what's worked very well for us is like an M2. There's only like four or five colours. Yeah. So if you've got a Long Beach blue one and you wanted to know what it looks like lowered on the exhaust, I could send you 95 <laughs> pictures if you like. <laughs> and that helps. But then when you obviously have like a M4, it's always tricky because there's so many different colours. Mm. It's a little bit trickier to sort of envisage what it looks like. So yeah, it, it's it's definitely growing. Um, new cars, like you say, with the OPF filters, also with the wheels and the wheel lights. The reason why I don't have that stance is some parts in the world, they have to physically run a snow chain. So a snow chain is of obviously course, taller and yeah. sticks out. We don't have to have them here since where you can just drop it down a little bit yeah. and then put a spacer on it. You know, and Porsche have been doing this for ages. You can buy wheel spaces from Porsche mm-hmm. and it's a nice aftermarket add-on. So people will see that and then it, it does translate. And yet again, going back to the whole Instagram thing, if you put a picture of your car up and it's fairly standard, people have already seen it a million times. And we all know that Instagram is all about being liked and good or bad, whichever mm-hmm. it is. It's, you know, sometimes having something different will certainly stand out from the crowd. Like when we did Paul's car and he wrapped it green, um, we only lowered and put the exhaust and we didn't wrap it. But I think you know that. Um, it, it got a lot more of attention because of if it's just a black one, it's just a black one. But but are you seeing that was are you seeing that more in that kind of what I'd call middle market or the sort of fifty to seventy five grand than up on the high end? Because Completely. I still yeah, I mean, I think it's becoming more popular to modify Ferraris, Lambos, Porsches. But but now that they are doing that in house with PTS, Apersonum, yep. uh, TaylorMade, etc. I, I feel like it's almost stepping away again. Like like there was a time maybe five, six years ago is where people were starting to embrace in the UK modifying supercars. Yeah, like you say, that, that sort of middle bracket, if you like going from Golf GTI up to C63, AMG, that sort of stuff, that's definitely a market. Um, and it is the market where they don't offer the individual stuff because if you can modify it from the dealership and you can add all this on, then great. But then, like I sort of said earlier on, people do worry. They don't want to see the same as what the next guy's got. It's all about being a bit different. Um, and that's our biggest market. Things like the the new M135i, it looks the same as a 118i. If you're not careful, you don't know what you're looking for. So to make it look a bit more of an M light car, not an actual M car, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's a it's a good thing to do and to have something a bit different. Tony, what's the apart from vinyl wrapping? What's the biggest modification you've ever done to a, one of your cars? No, that's it. That's it. Have you ever done an exhaust? No. Lowered one, spacers, oh, I did, but I was a wheels. Kid, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, though. yeah, I did, but yeah. I uh, tuned. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. A kid, Neon like, lights and everything. Uh, not Leons, but... Um, Leons? I tu- not Leons. Leons. I, I tuned um, on, 205 GTI. To what? 600 brake? To uh, put an MI-16 engine So in to it. from the 405? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. Blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, I tuned my Nissan GTR Pulsar. Okay. Done the synchros in the gearbox. I had a really highly tuned Renault 5 Turbo Amazing. with a boost valve. I used oh to turn my the God. turbo up. Did it, it stop starting when it was a hot day? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It wouldn't start on a hot day. Do you know why that is? Uh, it evaporates the fuel in the carburetor. Correct. It's yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's and then, incredible. And then it just overeat because the head gaskets would go. But then yeah. I, I, we, we used to put different head gaskets. Because back then, mate, I mean, no, cars no way. You don't like old terrible. cars. Yeah. Mate, they were t- honestly, you'd get a car <laughs> and modifying it would actually make it would better. Would kill it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make it better, sorry. Make it better. Make it better because the head gaskets on them cars were honestly terrible. But nowadays, me personally, the modern cars are so good, by modifying them, you're making them worse. Sure, because they're spending hundreds of millions doing that R&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Escort, 
um, RS Turbo. RS Turbos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see you in the modified uh, scene. Yeah, mate. I, honestly, I've done, I done it all. How times have changed. How right? to, no shot. Yeah, <laughs> but this is why, because I've done it all and I... Well, yeah. But also, I think you're, you've hit the nail on the head a little bit, where now it's a sound and aesthetics seem to be taking the lead right okay yes in america you're totally right and we've got a couple of listeners with amazing cars with well over a thousand horsepower um you know who you are um but <laughs> i think at the same in the uk you might you're right it's that emphasis on having a car that, that looks good on yeah. your driveway on the street or on, on instagram sounds good people aren't always chasing turbocharged or you know what's paul what was talking about supercharged hurricanes and things like uh, that polluted. happens a it's, lot but yeah again i think it's that's just all so much instagram. in the uk though is it uh, like happening but well maybe yeah. more aware of it because it's on instagram okay but that's yeah that's but it's extreme. been in america forever. oh it's been in america forever, forever. but yeah, but yeah. but here i feel like that people are chasing the perfect looking and sounding car not necessarily work on the performance because as you're right most most stuff works pretty well. You might want to tune a little bit more power, right? You might want to unleash 50 or 60 more horsepower, something like that. But not many people here in the UK are doing, as you say, these mad conversions. Uh, Gaz, with his 1,200 horsepower, 765 seven, LT, who keeps messaging us. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I just sold my 1,100 horsepower, I'm getting a 1,200. You're a madman. Did he do it for drag times? I don't miles? know. No, I think he does it for fun. He's insane. Who, who, who is that? He's one of our listeners. Absolute Hello? top bloke. <laughs> he sent in when we were doing the Rate My Rides, he had a... Which one did he send in? He had a very nice green 600 LT and then he had a, a highly MSO'd 765. Anyway, they're tuned to over Huge a thousand, power. well over a thousand yeah, horsepower. Yeah. He just uploads clips of just driving around the street. He's insane, legend. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, I, I, I would be so nervous with 1200 horsepower. Two in the McLaren. It's five. <laughs> oh, that's a fireball. Um, <laughs> but okay, so wait, to come back, because I wanted to round off on this. Let's just think of one or two other cars. Okay, Mike, I'm going to let you pick cars that you've worked on that you think have been transformed very well by what oh, you've okay. done. But Tony, one more car which you think can benefit well from a slight uh, modification. <sighs> Visual, sound, I don't mind what it is. Oh my God. Come on, I'm going to really? put you on the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, put you on the spot. We've done Julia, we've done Golf R, we've done GT4. Nissan GTR. Nissan we GTR we've we? done. What you got in stock? <laughs> ah, yeah. What you got in stock? Such a good question. New Supra. Ah, well played, sir. Interesting car. Big fan. Had a couple in the door, but there's no real UK audience for them. People don't. People mm. buy them, but yeah, uh, we do a lovely exhaust for them. We do a lovely set of springs for them, but just well, you would BMW. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point, though. The, the mar- we, and we spoke about this before. They're so. Underappreciated, I guess you could say, but overlooked. Overlooked. That's brilliant cars. Yeah, I still yeah, haven't driven car. one. I still haven't driven one. Cool yeah. little thing. And you're right, you can go crazy mm, on the mods. Big time yeah. on those, yeah. And you probably still can on the more modern Subaru Mitsubishi stuff. Like, that's not doing. You know what else people do? Go on. Oddly, the car that you've got, mate, you're X3. Oh, they, okay. So you, that was yeah. going to be my final question from today. They tune them, but the one try. up from that, the X3 <laughs> competition, they make them. 650 horsepower for tune. Before Mike left, I was going to basically force him to agree to doing a load of stuff on my car for free. So you've, <laughs> you've now got to that point in the podcast, so I'll just jump on it now. What could you, what's a Motec do for the X3, Mike? What? They do quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Um, X3M and X4M competitions, quite an interesting one. So 
I don't know if you've ever driven one, but they are really hard in the UK. This very is what I, hard. I'm so glad yeah. I made the decision that not Great that I was ever really looking at the really competition, but yeah, very stiff. We do a set of springs, which is 12% softer on the front and 5% on the rear. So the car is lower because they're a progressive rate spring, but it actually makes it more compliant for the UK. Ooh. Fair. It's, really, it's a really popular spring. But let's go back to the M40i. <laughs> okay, yeah. We can do bits for that, yeah. yeah. There's nothing we can do with that. <laughs> no, we, because you know what? I'm doing a video on it soon. It's coming out in a couple of weeks on the main channel, which it's been over 12 months now I've had that car. It is possibly the best car I've ever owned, but the most boring. Mm. As in, like, it is fantastic, that car. And yeah. Vicky adores it. And it's basically Twiggy's car. But I don't ever, like, get excited by it. I sit there and I go, God, this car's good. But I don't really like the spec because I didn't choose it. So it's black on black on black on black, which I'm not a fan of. I, I don't really like the way it looks that much. I don't like the wheels. Has it got the um, funny champagne colour grills and stuff on it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Champagne colour grills. Uh, bad bad wheels. The sounds all right actually. The sound sounds okay. The but wheels are the upgrade. I would I, mean, I would the, the change wheels. the color. I would change the wheels. Would I, I don't think I would change the suspension because I think it's good. I think it's very comfortable. It's no different. I would change the look. Yeah, yeah. But you'd be surprised what like a set of black grills can do for that. Call it's it, quite a popular car. We get asked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could cut an hole in the roof and put a pan roof. That's the other thing I wanted. That is the other thing I wanted. Oh, do you remember we were speaking earlier about things you used to find in like health? You used to be able to buy sunroofs. Do you remember? Yeah. No, you did yeah, you not. Did, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, just take a chain or to hacksaw? No, you used to, to buy yeah. some sealer and seal yeah, it and in. No. Yeah, so you can still buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I do on the next. I'm really gutted mine doesn't have a pen. I remember roof. when you bought that car, you said, mate, is there anything on them that, you, that I need to really look out for. I said, yeah, make sure you buy one with a pan roof. All oh, right, cool, cool, cool. Didn't buy one with a pan roof. Didn't buy one with a pan roof. It had everything else. I got suckered in. <laughs> so it's um, got a pan roof. You went, no. No, and the, guy, <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, we got, you got to move now. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Here's my money. Picked it up. I was like, oh, where's, is the pan roof under? Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll come back to that. So, uh, yeah, we'll let you finish off, Mike, then. What car do you think you've done or, or you do continue to work on, which is, you know, your most amazed by the transformation um, our bread and butter stuff is BMW it's like an M2 just changing the exhaust really gives that car yeah. some characteristics yeah. I mean I think you did that drive with Paul in Scotland yes yeah. So we did to the be exhaust fair. on his yeah. M2 then yeah, 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 you know they're fair. aggressive when the valves are open so that's a big one and also I quite like lowering Teslas at the minute <gasps> shut up that's not a thing what, what lowering them into a lake yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best things you ever said. We did. Um, You're lowering Teslas. We did three last week. Yeah. That, wow. Okay. Yeah. But how does that? This is another segment. This is a whole. This, 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 this is the title for my episode. Just FYI, <laughs> the man who's lowering Teslas. We're going to get all the views. Tesla viewers, welcome. We're yeah. not. We're not fans of you, I'm afraid. So feel free to just absolutely abuse us. Do you know this is a whole thing on the internet, by the way? Because I will title this with a Tesla. We're going to get this Tesla community, who are the most aggressive community so car community <laughs> online, and they will ruin us. So welcome. Don't I have them as customers? Oh. <laughs> You've got free. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so go on. It's interesting because people are actually not buying the performance ones. They're just buying the long range ones. And we had three pretty much brand new cars in. And, you know, springs and wheel spaces transform that car because they are really, really jacked up. And they're relatively easy to do. But you can download the app now. And then for £1,500, Tesla will just give you the performance upgrade. So you just press the button within 10 minutes. It's the same as a performance. Mate, that's your market. I know. But I'm, some of you, that is quite amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so these are Model S's that you're doing or Model 3's? Model 3's. Or Model 3's. Yeah, yeah. So we lower them. We put a gloss black kit on them. Um, and, and they've been really <laughs> popular. Kind of cool. And I bet it's, uh, yeah, I bet it's not loads like, of money yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. No, no. How no. much is it? Um, with the kit, lowered spaces, about £1,400. <sighs> 
I mean, it's, I mean, like, bear in mind, you're the thing the is, I'm range. trying to knock it, but I'm like, that's actually quite, that's quite cool, <laughs> actually. You know? As a business, you see loads of them on the road. And yet again, with what's been very popular, with, like, say, the M2, it's only like four colours. The same with Tesla, it's only like mm. three or four colours. Um, so I quite like lowering them. I'm not the biggest Tesla fan, so I'm on your side of that one. But <laughs> as a business, they're good to do. You know, really and are. also, you're right that you've kind of got to embrace, like all of us, the EV market, right? Which is going to yeah, transform yeah. your business, I'm sure, for mm. a lot, because you can't stick an exhaust on a Tesla. No, no. Um, no. But there no, will be. No, but yeah, as I say, <laughs> there are things that you can do, yeah, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. uh, what was it Archie who years ago filmed the Tesla with the sound box? We do like, a sound control for them. Go, yeah, you yeah. can change the sounds and that sort of stuff. I mean. But that will be like a stereo company that will sort that. Won't it be Harman Kardon or Bose? Well, or? we do a, a thing called a Thor box, which lives underneath the car, and you basically just plug <laughs> it to the canvas. Yeah, that's exactly it. But you can pick different sounds for it. I'd, I'd go, you, I'd go so UFO. Yeah, like you? more aggressive than a Taken. I'd go like. Have you heard the new what? ones now? When you put them in reverse, the UFO sound they make. So for twenty twenty one car, they're quite loud in reverse. Sounds like a, the old Jetsons car. So Teslas. Are yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have to work for regulations. Yeah, so you when you're at slow speed, you have to have some kind of noise. But I think that's what I'm almost excited for electric cars to see all the. <laughs> different noises that come out because I really want some like, like yeah, really yeah. weird crazy ones yeah it's that's a, a big market you know coming as well but I don't know whether the true Tesla people are going to want sound because they're buying because they're like the fact is quiet I, I guess yeah, hard to know what they will Tesla they will like. they will make when when we've all got to buy electric cars yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we won't be buying Teslas, though, will we? <laughs> ah, stirring the pot! <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get that comment section <laughs> on fire. <laughs> if, we, if we're going out with season four, we've got to go out with a, what's called a bang, right? Bang, you know, yeah. We're just getting abused. Teslas don't go bang. No. Well, they do. Stirring Oh, well, look, it's been a, a super interesting chat. Yeah. I, I feel like, did we ask all the questions we wanted to ask? I think that was it, wasn't it? We, I just, I've been really interested, especially since I've gotten to this sector, uh, you know, the mild modifications I've done over the years. Paul Wallace, I always give a hard time for being, just picking the worst modifications ever. He's a ever. chef, though. <laughs> you keep saying this. I'm not sure that's politically correct anymore. It's but anyway, loud. It's it's sure. loud. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> He's a customer. But he made the, he made the, you should stand up <laughs> yeah, for You him. can't agree. We, yeah, we, we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> But he's made a good point that I've almost modified more cars than he has, um, which I sort of didn't really catch on to the fact of. But yeah, it, it is a popular thing now. It is kind of accepted. The manufacturers are on it. Even like the new cars now, they look like they're modified. Like yeah, the new M3 yeah. and M4 from the back. I like saw a four series with this weird, they were supposed to be like canards at the front, right? The, I guess it's the performance kit, carbon fibre canards. It was literally, uh, uh, what's that? What would you call that? Like shape? A C shape. A C shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah glued on to the bumper. Yeah. I was like, what is that? It that is a disaster. That is a disaster. That is something you would do, though. But let's like be I honest. You know, you've no, you've modified yeah, your yeah. cars because you've had some terrible cars. Let's be honest. Get out. You've had some real shockers. F-Type's nice. F-Type was really nice. Too yeah. loud, though, mate. You never heard that car. That was. That have was you heard so a Quicksilver <laughs> F-Type in? Yeah, we're a Quicksilver agent. It's a good oh, exhaust. okay. So you know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so when, hopefully, oh, the next F-Type comes along, uh, can we get the conversation started with the, I want a valve system for the next yeah, one. They can do it on, a, on your app as well. Yeah, because when they fit it to me, they didn't have a valve back then. No, we can I was very aware of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm no longer 17 years old. Old, so I think I need a valve. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's been an, it's been an awesome. So thank you for coming You're and joining us. Welcome. Really appreciate it. If people want to get in touch, I guess uh, Motec on Instagram, Twitter, yeah, etc. Exactly, Motec Forms UK on Instagram. Uh, same with YouTube. We're not that interested on YouTube. And then yeah, I suppose yeah. I'll give you some information. You can put that down below as well. Absolutely, I'll do all of 
that. Um, uh, and as I say, I'll speak to you very shortly about my X3, and uh, people, you can Perfect. see more about that soon. Uh, but yeah, that is the end of season four. I mean, what a season it's been! Thirty-eight episodes, I think we've done, Tony, which has been That's a good. A it's been a good run for us. Lockdown's been kind to build behind the glass. But don't worry, this is not the end of our consistency. We are just taking a short break. There will be some content being uploaded over the next few weeks, basically highlights clips of season four because there've been so many amazing moments. So it's not going to be completely dead or quiet. The channel we are uploading some highlights in case you missed some episodes. So yes, if you want to listen to full 45-minute, hour-long episodes whilst we're away, go back and check ones that you might have missed. Even season ones, two, and three. I interviewed Lenny, Lenny the Geezer. Yeah. We had TG on back in the day. I did one with JWW. We had Shmi on this season. So loads of interesting guests. Um, so yeah, please go back and check that out. So we will be back with you the week commencing the 6th of September with our first episode of season five. Wow, look at us go. Oh, no, unbelievable. If we were I'm in the so 90s, we'd be releasing box sets. But we know. <laughs> <laughs> and I have hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I had hair in the 90s. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow Tony during our short summer break, he's at Tony Gravelwood Car Sales on most social media platforms. I'm at Seen Through Glass on most social media platforms. Nearly nailed that one. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I say, Mike, we've already talked about where people can find you. So yeah, Thanks. everyone, enjoy your summer and we'll see you in September. Bye-bye. 